0: thinking about the subject of waiting um something that I think me and Joy might be more aligned in than our conversations previously so we're just going to jump straight in and I'm going to ask you Joy straight off if you could share what experiences you have of waiting or how you find waiting you can choose where you want to
1: start really great okay straight in there straight in the deep end. Um, So, yeah, when I was thinking about this, which is a very pertinent topic to me at the moment, definitely, but when I was thinking about this, I um, immediately, what immediately came to mind was what I'm like in a traffic jam. And so generally, if we're going on a long journey, I've planned, we've arranged when we're going to go, we've arranged what time we're going to arrive, all the rest of it. We've got kids in the car, so we're wanting to get there as quickly as possible. And I generally find that if we get to a traffic jam particularly if it's on a motorway, that will rock up, we'll have to stay put. And my husband's reaction is, oh, OK, here we are. We're in a traffic jam. OK. Oh, well. And I immediately start getting really restless and wriggling about. And And then the poor guy, then I start interrogating him. Like, why are we here? what's caused this what's happened why is everyone waiting how long are we going to be sitting here for when are we going to get to the place we're going to what happens if the kids need the toilet like all the rest of it I immediately start just I really struggle with it because I'm like this is messing with the plan Uh, I want to get there as quickly as possible I don't really enjoy traveling like motorway driving. I don't really enjoy doing that. So I just want to get to a place as quickly as possible so that we can get onto the fun part. I don't really enjoy the journey. So that immediately came to mind when I was thinking about it, which should it, give an insight into actually how I find waiting. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I am like that in most of life. So I, there, I th- I'm i sure there are lots of times that God has uh, put me in a situation where I've had to wait. But the there are two that I can particularly remember, and one of them I guess you'll be familiar with, Hannah, because it was when we were looking to move uh, move house up to where we are now. And God had spoken to me about it in the February of, I think it was 2015, and we only ended up moving in the July of 2016, which by anyone's idea, that is a really long house move. <laughs> um, and I found the whole process immensely difficult because I was wanting to get up to what we were coming up north to do. We were joining a church plant. I was keen to do that. And also because I'm the sort of person that when I set my mind on something, I want to be there. I don't want to be messing around, <laughs> waiting. <Ooh. laughs> um, and so, yeah, so that's just, a uh, I guess, to start off with a bit of a bit of what I'm like with waiting. So I don't know whether the, any of that resonates with you, whether you're familiar. whether you're similar. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I and mean, even as you're talking about that um
0: car journey analogy, I'm sort of sat there thinking, yep, yeah. I know it well. And what John does, my husband does to me, is that he he always says to me, like, and I think he's saying it to the girls as well in the back seat so that um, they have a different mindset to me. Uh, and he says, oh, well, you never know. God might have saved us from an accident down there. And I'm just like, that could, that could be true, but that is so annoying. It's unbelievable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah no I can relate to that as well I think I kind of I feel much more mellow now but I sort of look back at the last sort yeah. of 15 20 years and I think you've been in such a rush so much of the time and sort of trying to hurry things along hurry things along um yeah and just and comes with that I guess quite a sense of discontent as well which possibly you don't really realize you have but I guess it's exposed
1: when you can't wait for something to happen um yeah yeah so yeah because you're always pushing on you're always pushing forward to the next thing aren't you rather than necessarily enjoying the moment that you're in yeah you're you know you're pushing on
0: yeah and I was thinking about it in advance as well how um I think for me, a lot of that comes down to having quite an idea of what I would like it to look like or what I expected <laughs> it to look like. Yeah. And so when it inevitably doesn't look like that, having to kind of, well, probably previously just fighting against that and trying to force it back into what I would like it to be. Um, but nowadays, more just kind of having to readjust my expectations and my idea yeah. of, of what is good and in trying to enjoy the journey, yeah, <laughs> so i yeah,
1: said before. Yeah, I know. Like we had a church in Birmingham that we were part of and they had a series, uh, I think it was like a sermon series called Enjoy the Journey. And immediately I found that immensely challenging before we'd done anything, <laughs> before they'd said anything, because I was thinking, no, I just want to get to the destination you know I'm destination focused I if I'm on a plane I mean I don't mind plane journeys but if I'm on a plane I want to get to the adventure you know yeah the, the traveling for me isn't part of the adventure yeah it's a bit that you have to endure to get to the fun stuff yeah um so I so I did find that really challenging because I just thought I and it did it did change me actually the sermon series thinking about it but yeah I I just find that really difficult to think of enjoying the waiting.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too. I think it's it's the end goal has got a certain focus to it, hasn't it? And it kind of it yeah. will make you be more strategic about what you're doing now and sort of think about what you're doing now, but if it if you kind of only got the end goal as your focus, you miss so much along the way, don't you? Of just enjoying those little unexpected Things and how other people respond. Um, I was I was trying to think of you know what have I found most hard waiting for, and there was two things that came to mind for me. So one was how just my experience of children wanting a family, wanting children, and um, yeah. initially before we'd had Bethan, we had quite a lot of fertility issues, and things were not at all going according to my plan and that was that was hard that was really hard and um just trying to trying to grapple with that because it I think it's hard waiting for something that you feel like is a really good thing uh so you're trying to understand like why is there a delay on this it's a good thing Mm. I want um but there was a delay, and then trying to sort of understand that, and then actually in the end, she was a real miracle baby for us. Um, someone prayed for us, and we were just about to start different treatment, and then someone prayed, and and we fell pregnant. Obviously, something else happened in between that.
1: <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not claiming not it was. On this no, no. <laughs> and then, um, and then similarly. With our second child, the doctor had said, you know, if you want another child, then I'd recommend you start sort of trying fairly soon because your fertility should be higher. And so we did that. But again, nothing was happening. We we're just about to start fertility treatment again. And then again, someone prayed for me and then we had Rianne. Um, so I'm incredibly grateful for that because I'm I'm aware even saying that there might be people listening in who are really still waiting for children and it, it's hideous waiting for something so precious and wonderful like that. Um, really hard waiting for that. And then now we find ourselves in a situation where we never really felt like family was done. We always kind of wanted more children, but it never felt like a good time and trying to figure out how to fit that into life. And then 10 years later, we've had a very unexpected lockdown baby who is (laughs) turning out to be, unsurprisingly, such a gift. And I really feel God's healed me of so much through her arriving. That's totally not my plan or order. I would have ideally liked children close together in age. And, you know, I was quite, I, I wasn't very gracious when I found out I was pregnant. I either us so that came as quite a big shock to me. Um, So I was thinking about that experience and then I was, sorry, I'm hogging now. Do you mind if I tell you my next one?
1: The
0: next next one I was thinking about was, and this one I think has been bigger and taken me longer to get my head round, is um, church planting. So feeling really cool to that, moving, putting in process, starting a church plant and then starting a church plant and I think I thought at the start that we would start something people would love it (laughs) feel like it was a real (laughs) revelation of church which obviously it wasn't gonna be um and we would grow and probably you know just keep we'd just be quite big Um, I wasn't being greedy I sort of imagined like maybe about 200 that that's a nice size for a church but in reality it's been nothing like that at all and I've I've really battled with God through that but I I think that's largely because of my expectations being a certain way and just trying to get used to we're still quite a small church but we are quite significantly connected in our community. It's a very local church, although, you know, we've also got pockets of community outside of the estate where we work. And um, just trying to change my mindset on that of like, all right, God, I really need to stop waiting for the day where it feels like the rotors are packed full of, willing volunteers, the services <laughs> are packed full of people fresh to faith as well as those who have walked with Jesus for years and we really mm. meet with God. And that's that's not a bad thing um, no, to want, I don't, want, think, I don't think. But I do, I do think I've learned he's doing something different here and trying to kind of enjoy it bit by bit rather than wishing it was something else, has been quite a process for me. And a lot of it has just been about me changing my mindset. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know about
1: you. Well, I I really understand that because, like you were saying, it's hard waiting for things that are good, but it's also really hard waiting for things that you feel like God has initiated, mm-hmm. um, that God has set in motion, But then there's also lots of waiting within that. And you think, well, God, if this is your plan, why is this taking forever? Mm. Um, Going back to the house move I had, you know, it was definitely something that was initiated by God. He was calling us to a new place. So thinking, well, why is this taking so long? Because you can do anything. You can change situations. Why Mm. is this taking so long? Mm. And I think just picking up on some of the things you were saying, I the reason why I do find waiting really difficult is because I like to be in control and I like to plan and I I feel like waiting really squeezes me on both of those things. And I feel like it's God speaking to me in those because the plan then becomes more important than anything else. And then I become inflexible to anything else that's going on. Um, I want to be a spontaneous person but I end up planning and then that becomes an idol to me. And then also being in control, you know, I want to know what's happening when and waiting just challenges that deeply because you're, you often find yourself thrust into it. You don't always see it coming. I mean, sometimes you think you're going to have to wait. I mean, like we thought we would have to wait a bit of time for a house move but we didn't realize we were going to have to wait as long. And then you find yourself in this situation where you're thinking, oh, this is really difficult. And you feel like you're getting squeezed because you feel like God has called you to do something or, you know, led you in a particular way. And then you're thinking, why, why am I having to wait here? Why can we not just go with my plan, God? Because I had a really good plan going on. <laughs> And I would really like us to stick with that. <laughs> um, I have those conversations quite frequently with God, and but what I think I've realized I am grateful for is that He is challenging me and changing me on those that that I think there is joy in the waiting. It, it, i've I've just found it's hard fought for. It isn't just an easy, natural thing. And I was thinking about sort of waiting often, either we sort of fight against it or we yield to it. And I've definitely done both of those. There have been times where yeah. God's put me in a waiting situation and I feel like I'm just fighting against him. Just like, let's move this. But then it just, it feels like you're just trying to push down a brick wall on your own yeah, and getting absolutely nowhere. And then there's other times where I have yielded to it and gone, okay, I can feel this sort of, pressurising me in different areas that I find really difficult but I know God that's your grace and your mercy trying to change me and make me more like Jesus and I do want that but this is really hard (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah I can relate to
0: that I think it's funny how um when you you know sometimes I feel like I've pushed for something according to my preference and plan and then found myself getting it and thinking oh (laughs) And yeah. oh, maybe that that wasn't maybe as good as I thought it would be, and but and then in other yeah. experiences where God has just surprised me and sort of yes. thrown a curveball, and I've been so grateful for it yeah. and realised that well, you know, I mentioned Carrie our, our baby, our little lockdown baby, she was such a curveball but i didn't even know how much i wanted her until she's here so i yeah. i feel like a real gratitude that god does that that he, i mean he's yeah. it's he's sovereign so waiting is an interesting concept in light of a yeah. sovereign god anyway isn't it because like, yeah. is, is it really waiting or is everything just yeah. it's not waiting is it everything is happening just as it's meant to um yeah
1: yeah <laughs> but I'm we've both me. we've got different perspectives we've got a human perspective yeah
0: yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's funny you talking about the planning as well because I see it with my um my eldest daughter now like the joy is in the planning almost more than in the execution of the plan um yeah <laughs> And that's fine, isn't it, to a degree? It's just when it, it robs your joy, isn't it, that it becomes a real problem, the waiting. Or when, like you were saying, you become sort of so rigid to your set plan yeah. that you shut God out or you shut out yeah. the possibility of him doing something wonderful. And as we know, his plans are far greater and better than any we could conceive of ourselves.
1: Yeah, Definitely. You know, I I totally agree with that. I think I am grateful for the times that God has brought something out of the blue. And it makes me realise that I do want that. Mm. Again, I think it just comes back to trusting that his plans are always good and that they're much Mm. better than my plans. Mm. And... Sometimes I've seen that and it's been something really good that's come out of the blue. And other times, you know, things have come out of the blue and you think, oh, I preferred my plan. <laughs> <laughs> Do we, can we stick with my plan instead of God? Um, but I've definitely realised, you know, God gave me a picture a while back of sort of a path, being on a path, um, me, me and Jesus on a path. And I was way up the path. And he was sort of halfway up the path, and I was right at the top. And I was standing there going, "Come on, God, get move on. I'm I'm up here. Can you can you move move along?" And you know, I felt like he was just saying to me, "No, I'm waiting for you to come back here." And I found that really difficult because I was like, "But I don't want to go back all the way back there. I'm up here. We're on for exciting things. Come on." Mm-hmm. And and actually. Just felt God saying, "I'm not moving. That you, you need to move and come back to where I am." Mm. And that involved a lot of waiting because mm. I had plans that I wanted to do, but actually, it took quite a lot of time for me to come back and come back into alignment with with Jesus and say, "Okay, I, you're the leader and I'm the follower," mm. and I had spent quite a long time of forgetting that. Mm. And had got into my head somewhere along the line that I was the leader and he was the follower, that I could make my plans and he would rubber stamp them and off we'd go. And and actually in that process of waiting, it was sort of starting us again and saying, no, Joy, I'm your leader. I'm in control. And I want to walk with you and I want us to do this together. But it's going to mean that you stay close to me. And as I say, that has been difficult, but I have found joy in it because I do want to do the things that God is leading me to. I do want to expend my energy on things that he is setting up for me to do. Mm. I don't want to just give my time to things that might look good, mm. but aren't things that God has for me. Yeah. And I want to build things that are going to last and that are going you know, to bless people and that are are going to be really worthwhile things are the things that god has created me to fulfill. Yeah. And I'm only going to do that if I follow his leading instead of being all the way up the path on my own. Yeah. Deciding what I want to do.
0: Yeah. I think that's interesting him calling you back as well isn't it to know that he he's not he's not slow one. He's not slow. He's perfect no. in his timing. Um But, and then also he's always working for our good. He's always working. And so, you know, you mentioned joy, but, you know, there's also calling us back so that there's more peace or calling us back so there's more gentleness. I guess you could list all the fruit of the spirit, isn't it? That's kind of his goal of what he is working towards. I think, particularly for me, and I'm sure you can relate, it can be quite task orientated. Whereas I guess... Jesus, you know, he's, he's character-orientated. I mean, he also has a plan of what he is doing in the world, isn't he? But anything would like... We were saying before, like, the biblical president for that, you've got people like Moses. And when I think, oh, my word, 40 (laughs) years, (laughs) I I don't know (laughs) how I'd I'd fare (laughs) with that. (laughs) (laughs) Or Elijah, you know, just waiting and waiting for so long before then all those amazing miracles. And I think there's something in that about God prioritising our characters and wanting to shape her not and for our own joy and contentment as well I think he knows that there's that that's the life the life is living in the moment with him letting him change you not like rushing ahead and leaving him behind um yeah but also I think there's a real sort of I do think there's a real Looking at those biblical characters, remembering that biblical president, there's a real challenge there not to give up because, yes, you know, say Moses had got to 39 years and been like, right, it's enough, I'm I'm done. (laughs) All that he would have missed out on, (laughs) and I just think how true that has been in my own life as well. You and you think, just don't give up. Like if you God has put something on your heart or called you to something. Waiting is so important to learn because quite often it doesn't come about or maybe it never comes about. Maybe actually it's going to look totally different to what you thought. But yeah, even whether it does or doesn't, there will be purpose in the waiting and you don't want to miss it and you don't want to give up just before something significant is about to happen and I, I really feel that in terms of church planting I kind of feel like you, we could have given up years ago really could have sort of said um you know this isn't this isn't looking like what we thought it would look like and you know I don't know how sustainable is it is with the model that we had in mind but actually yeah especially the last couple of years I feel like God's really sort of challenged the model that we did have in mind and challenged our concept of how we'd resource it and I I really love it I really love it it's nice to be able to say that it's nice not to feel like I'm fighting against something that it should but just but just recognize I love these people that are around I love the life that we've walked through together and I love the new faces that are around I love like I love the messiness of it. I love how it's just quite, back to the talk we did the other day, I love how it's quite authentic and rough and ready. And I, <laughs> I wouldn't swap it, but I haven't always felt like that. And it, yeah. I think that's important to remember. Like we're encouraged so much in the Bible, aren't we, to remember, remember, remember. And I do think that is really important so that you don't give up going forward, or that you're not thrown when a curveball comes, um, and you embrace those surprises and uh, unexpected changes.:
1: Yeah, and I, yeah, and seeing purpose in it, that we, we see waiting as a means to an end, but I've been convinced more and more that God sees the waiting as an end in itself, yeah, because like, you mentioned the fruits of the spirit, and I've been thinking about that, that they're fruits, so they're grown. <laughs> And, yeah. you know, we can all pray for, oh God, please grow patience in me. But he doesn't grow patience when you don't have to wait for anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he grows patience when you are having to wait. And I was wondering myself whether actually waiting gets easier. And I think I found that it does. Yeah. I mean, I guess every situation's different, but after that waiting we had to do to move up here, that sort of 18 months long of waiting and trusting and persevering and holding out hope and declaring God's goodness and declaring that he had a plan all the way along, that was really tiring. And I felt like it did really take it out of me to do that. It felt like a battle of trying to do that, especially if people doubted you or said you know maybe it's not right maybe it's time to give up you know all the rest of this yeah um but actually that whole situation god taught me so much so that then when i've had a situation recently where um i'd been i volunteer as a chaplain in a prison and because of COVID and lots of other things going on, I wasn't able to go in there. And it was something that I love. It's something that is life-giving. It's something where I get to tell people about Jesus and help, you know, people who are troubled and struggling. And I found it really difficult when I couldn't do it. And I felt God speaking to me about, this is a time of waiting. And this yeah. time, even though I found it difficult, I went into it with a different attitude. I found myself going into it going, okay, I want to wait the most of this situation. If I'm going to have to wait, I want to wait well. And so I want to learn quite quickly (laughs) (laughs) what God is trying. (laughs) You notice there's still the quickly in there because I do still want to do (laughs) something. But um, I, I want to learn everything that God has for me because I don't just want to feel like I'm battling against him. I don't just want to... Feel like I come out of it, and I've just been frustrated the whole time. I I felt I wanted to come out of this, having um, wrestled through stuff, and actually God used it as a real opportunity, which I'm sure we'll talk about in future podcasts. But to to really work on some stuff in me that was overdue, and were things that were difficult, and so I needed to not have distraction in because I am easily distracted. And so just in that moment of stopping, um, obviously there was other parts of life going on. But in that moment where I couldn't do some of the things I wanted to do, God said to me, you know, this is a time where we're going to work on stuff together. And I really needed that Mm. because I had just been distracting myself in the past. I think God had been trying to talk Mm. to me about different things for a while, but I just put it to one side and hoped that we could move on. But actually in this waiting where I couldn't do some of the other things that I was wanting to do, God used that as a time to really speak to me and to reaffirm his love for me and him being with me and his goodness. Um, Because waiting can feel like a wrestle with that sometimes. God is good and he makes us wait, but we can sometimes feel like that's not true if God is good, why would he make us wait? Why can't we just get on with all the things we want to do? And I've definitely found that I am grateful, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I am grateful for the times he's made me wait. How does he do that? (laughs) How he makes us wait in something that I find really difficult, and I'm sitting here going, and I am grateful for it, and that can only be God because (laughs) it wasn't easy, and I'm not just saying it looking back on it with rose-tinted glasses. It was really difficult. But I'm really grateful to have had that time where we've been able to talk through stuff together and where I've been able to spend more time reading my Bible and worshipping and spending time with good Christian friends Um, and just Just abiding with Jesus better. But I think that was done because this time I decided to yield to the waiting rather than fighting against it because I'd realised that that had been fruitless in the past.
0: Yeah, I th- I guess that's because your priorities change a bit as well, don't they? In that you, life experience has taught you maybe and taught me like I would rather be with Jesus in this moment than have it my yeah. own way or my own yards ahead of him brushing ahead. Yeah. Um. It's funny. I've recently been spending um a bit more time with some older people in the area and some who've come to church and just some who live in the area and it's just it's really struck me how unhurried some of them are not everybody would be naive to think that age automatically brings patience because actually I think it if you don't learn patience I think you can just become quite bitter (laughs) Um, and I can see that in me and I don't want that for me I want to learn patience to protect myself from becoming cross or bitter or angry um but yeah these women are just they're just it's so like it does you so much good doesn't it spending time with people who just seem unrushed unhurried unfazed content Mm. with their lot and they one particular woman and she she says like god knows and I'm just like yeah yeah, he does. Mm. He does know. Yeah. And I'll pour it all out to him and I'll tell him all my frustration, all my anger. Um, but actually, I, I'm, I'm grateful too. I'm grateful that he's changed my mindset towards the waiting. And I'm grateful that he's given me a greater appreciation for the journey and for him in it. Because I always said to him, as a teenager, when he really grabbed my attention, I wanted an adventure. I wanted life to be yeah. an adventure. And I still yeah, do. I still do. But what I've learned now is that how he would plan my adventure is <laughs> yeah. what actually I do really want. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. is much better than I could conceive of myself. So just learning to submit to him in yeah. it and trying to sort of remain with him in it, knowing that that is where I'm going to be most happy most joyful yeah. and most content as well. I think contentment Absolutely. is hard, but when you get yeah. it, when you find it, you want to keep hold of it, don't you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, it also does show that, and I've been pondering this a lot recently, that waiting isn't a passive thing, that we tend to think it's just something that happens to us and is put upon us, but waiting... I felt like God speak this to me, that waiting is an active thing because you're putting your trust in a sovereign God, that he's working things out, even when you can't necessarily see what's going on. To you, Mm. your perspective is you're just hanging around and nothing is happening. And you can't Mm. always see what's going on. You can't always see the cogs whirring behind the scenes. And sometimes you get to see that and sometimes you don't. But it's putting your faith and trust, it's choosing to put your faith and trust in what is unseen. And I think that is immensely honouring to God, which makes me realise that waiting is honouring to God, because if we wait well, if we choose to wait well, if we choose to say, I'm going to have faith, God, that even though to me this can feel infuriating and that it doesn't look like anything is happening... I'm trusting you that, firstly, you've got a pa- plan that is so much better than mine. And also that you mm. are growing me and changing me to be more like you, which I want to be. And so this is mm. not to harm me. This is to do me good. And I think yeah. sometimes you feel like yeah. you have to say that to yourself over and over again. <laughs> but, <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> particularly when, for the millionth time, you're like, God, why is nothing happening? <laughs> but... I definitely find that that's where there's peace in knowing and looking back and remembering, like you said, when he's done all these things before. He's always been faithful. He's always provided. I might not always know what's going to happen when, and I might not be able Mm. to see all the things that are going on behind the scenes, which is why I need faith. Mm. But I trust that he's good. I trust that he's able to do anything. And I trust that this will be the best thing for me in the long run and as we're both saying we're looking back and going we are grateful for it so (laughs) I guess that is god at god at work (laughs) yeah definitely
0: and I one of my um favorite psalms that speaks to me I think it probably speaks to me because I both long for it and love it at the same time as feel it doesn't come naturally is be still and know that I am God yeah. I will be exalted among the nations and yeah I, something in the calm of that the rest of that just so speaks to my spirit I love them um, you know like the good shepherd I love the idea of walking by still waters and him restoring your soul and I think just going at his pace is the only way to have that isn't it the only way to have that peace and rest um is to be with him and yeah i'm rambling now absolutely maybe we should wrap it up
1: (laughs) yeah i think well i was thinking that's a perfect point to wrap it up (laughs) well we hope you've enjoyed our discussion today whether you're waiting well or struggling in the waiting as you're listening to this we'd love to hear from you (laughs) Maybe you wait much better than us, or whether, or maybe you're also struggling <laughs> with waiting on something. But we'd love to hear anyway. Have a great week. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics, please email questions at thenotsoperfectchristianlife.com.